that, baby! But here, I've met a lot of people, and I've played some, too. And there's one thing I know. People like to talk. <laughs> it's the Spudcast. That's where you at. Hey, where you at, baby? How y'all making? Thanks for joining me this evening here on the Spudcast Podcast, talking out my ass with Claudia Regal, the rat lady from New Orleans. She's in charge of the bugs and the rats and all kinds of such. So uh, we're going to talk with her and find out how you can keep rats and skeeters away from your house and things like that here on the Spudcast right after this. But here, do your breakers keep breaking? Do you see a spark when you plug in your hair dryer? If you do, I want you to remember one thing. 9473392. That's Eugene Lawrence's number at E1 Electric. Let's face it, you don't know nothing about electricity, but Eugene does. A licensed and insured electrical contractor, over 25 years experience, him and his crew can do anything for you, from hanging a ceiling fan to rewiring an apartment complex. So before you hear this, you better hear this. Thanks for calling E1 Electric. How can we help you? E1 Electric, 504-947-3392. Hey, what you gonna do this weekend? You can't go dancing and go to the show because the Corona Cootie's back with a vengeance. Oh, I got an idea. Go fishing. Yeah, get yourself a licensed and insured guide on lasaltwater.com. They got a guide for everything and every place. Inshore fishing, offshore fishing, fly fishing, kayak fishing, bow fishing, you name it fishing. And at lasaltwater.com, there's pictures and videos galore from all the happy fishermen and women and kids. And Don't be the one that got away. Go to lasaltwater.com and book your charter today. Are you ready to launch? The American Space Alliance wants to accelerate and support space exploration for the benefit of all Americans, and not just for national pride. You know how many products are created by and for NASA that we use every day? Scratch-resistant lenses, dustbusters, LASIK eye surgery, solar cells, firefighting equipment, LEDs, insulin pumps, the list just keeps on growing, and it needs to keep on growing, because the next generation of space exploration has arrived and the American Space Alliance and NASA want you to be involved. You can follow ASA on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Go to exploreasa.org to find out more. Okay, so we're talking to uh, one of my favorite people in the world because uh, she doesn't take herself or her job too seriously, and yet she has to take her job seriously because she is Claudia Regal, the rat lady. Hi, Spud. Thanks for inviting me. <laughs> yes. You know, you don't get PO because I call you the rat lady. Huh? Oh, no, no. I actually like it. <laughs> That's good. Well, there you, well I mean, you yeah. but you are the rat lady. You are the person in the city who is in charge of, I mean, you don't physically go out there, you know, with a wrist rocket and a bunch of marbles and kill the big <laughs> Norway rats. You know, you got people who crawl around in the sewer, but you, you got rubber boots and gloves and elbow pads, oh, yeah. too. Yeah, I love going outside. You know, it's really important for everybody, I think, in any organization to go outside and really see what is going on, right? And that that is the way you learn. Yeah. I mean, you can read, you can watch programs, watch, you know, seminars, but you really need to get out there. Oh, absolutely. You you need to be, yeah, you need to be hands-on. You need, yep. I mean, not every day. You don't need to be so hands-on <laughs> that you're looking over somebody's shoulder. Because, see, I I hate that. Tell me what you need me to do. And it's okay if you come check on me now and again. And if I have a problem, believe me, I'm I'm not. I'll go ask you. I got a problem. Let's get this straight, guy. I want to do it twice. Right. Absolutely. But I don't. I don't like being. I don't like being micromanaged. You know. No, I don't like that either. And in fact, we you know we have really a really wonderful staff. 
um, with a lot of experience and everybody brings something to the table, you know? So it's yeah. Really... What cheese? Oh, did I say that out loud? I don't believe it. Oh my God. Yeah, not cheese uh, and not peanut butter either, by the way. So, <laughs> you know, a lot of times, especially when it comes to rodents, we're looking at, let's say there's a location that has a particular problem, right? And so we look at what could they be feeding on? And, and look, sometimes it might be oysters. It might be, um, Damn, you know, you know how much bread, oysters cost? I mean, we have to see what they're eating, you know, because these animals become accustomed um, to that food source that's there. So are they good at opening oysters? Is that the deal? And they won't get into oysters. I'm going to if they can open them up close, but they surely will lick the shells. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Well, do they have like, do they like if you just shine a UV light on them, they got special rat snot that shows up on them. And, you know, oh, man, the rat's been licking these things. Yeah, ah. you know, I don't like using the UV because uh, a, a lot of times things shine, right? And uh, and you just don't want to know. I don't want to know. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you on that one. You know what? Some better than just left unsaid. Look, there's the there's the trail of little black rice krispies. So you know they've been here. And there's some chew marks over there. So yeah. we don't need to know about the rat snot. So there yeah. you go. Look, you know, and it's so important that everybody really knows to what to look for, right? What do the chew marks look like, and no, definitely no. what the droppings look like, and they, and so rat really... droppings look like <laughs> black rice krispies. They're about uh, the size. Well, they got bigger rats too. Sometimes a little larger. Yeah, little well, larger. you got the big ones. See, I ain't got no sacks of oysters <laughs> over here at my house, but I've got three traps around my house. My okay. house, um. Remember several years ago they had to get really cold. You know, like yeah. three or four nights in a row was twenty five mm -hmm. degrees or lower. We had these very, very big, like 25, 30 foot tall birds of paradise trees in my mm -hmm. backyard. Beautiful, big white flowers. Well, the rat, there used to be rats living in those trees. And we didn't notice it. One night we're sitting out on the patio out there, just kind of with the, you know, the flames going and, you know, like uh -huh. tiki touches and drinking, uh, drinking a cold. And all of a sudden, there's, there's a rat sitting on top of this, this flower just staring at us, you know, going, look at this. Then all of a sudden we started keeping track. Well, yeah, we we were we were a rat haven because of those trees. So yeah, I started you know, I started so putting important. out those bait traps. You know that that the squirrels yep. can't get into the big ones that they got to like crawl around the mm -hmm. tomcat Tamper ones. Proof, right? Yeah. Tamper so I I, I got rid of a bunch of them, and then the trees froze, and we cut them down and dug them up. So every now and again, like every now and again, I'll see a trail, and so I'll 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 put out my my uh, bait traps again. And it usually in a couple of weeks they're gone. But it's like I, I'm a, I'm apparently there's some other trees around here someplace because my fence is like a rat run, you know. Right. So you know, Spud, one of the thing, another plant that we see often that can cause a lot of issues are banana plants. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's um, me. Right. So just make sure that if somebody has that and the fruit start producing, cut it off, right? Because that is just rat food. The other thing is when you have a big bunch of those um, plants, and it could be anything really, something where you just can't see the ground, mm -hmm. it's it's hiding different locations of where they could be nesting in the ground, right? Having where they have their burrows. So just make sure that everyone thins out their wait, plants. Wait, 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 wait. Rats are yeah. diggers? I thought they just kind of lived in the well, sewers or they burrowed yeah, down absolutely. like bunny rabbits? <laughs> they can get, they can have burrows. And in fact, in New Orleans, we have two different types of rats. The roof rat, and we also have the Norway rat. So the roof rat are, are an arboreal uh, species. So they're, typically you're seeing them in the trees, often the ones that you're seeing on the fence. Yeah. Um, those are going to be your, your, 
nor the, a the, roof the squirrel yes. without the fluffy tail okay <laughs> right but then and they actually have a really long tail so it's longer than the length of their actual little body right so those um, those those roof rats have it those are roof yeah. rats right. so the, i bet you i know why they got a longer tail so that they can like use it to like a like a balance. flying Walinda uses it as their pole. They kind of <laughs> yes. shift their balance while they're climbing That's on the right. fence. That's right. Super important. They have big ears, so um, pretty good Can you take them out with a BB gun? Um, well, look, I'm not endorsing any of that. Okay? <laughs> I can't ask if you were Definitely endorsing not. it. I can get a wrist <laughs> rocket and a bag of marbles and get Definitely out there, too. You know? And so the Norway rats, those are we're going to typically see those at the ground level. Not to say they can't go in trees. They do. But those are the ones that are going to burrow into the ground. So mm -hmm. if someone is feeding their pets, possibly, or feeding birds, um, and oh, yeah. you know, that's a food source. So they may have a problem with rats. And if they have burrows, usually along the foundation of properties, like um, let's say your sidewalk or things like that, that's going to be your Norway rat. So, but there, but that's a fairly, it's like a good two inch diameter hole, maybe even bigger. Uh, sometimes even bigger than that. Yeah, sometimes even bigger than that. So, I mean, if there's a resident in New Orleans, Orleans Parish, they definitely can call us. All they need to do is call 311 um, and we'll come out and take a look. But again, sort of leading back to your plants, very important that um, the plants stay away from your building so that one, these animals aren't jumping on the trees and then jumping right onto your roof. Yeah, but my I have a 300 year old oak tree that yeah, way no, overhangs my house. Absolutely. And, it, and I know some of our properties are small, but there are other buildings, especially commercial buildings where we see a lot of trees that are almost touching the mm -hmm. building. And so that's just basically a bridge, right? For not only rodents, but other pests like cockroaches or even ants. Or, so or, if you're able to trim away, that's a good thing to do. And well, you're supposed to do that for termites too. Anyway. Oh, very important. And termite season is coming. You know, it's Feb yeah. what is it, end of February now. So it's so, uh, April. It, it, they'll April. Be here. They'll start small. <laughs> they'll start swarming. But, right. I mean, we treat this this big oak tree in the side <laughs> yard because they like every other oak tree. They ate the center of it. But our oh. arborist is going look look. I mean, this tree is like seven foot in diameter. You got to yeah. drill two and a half feet before you get That's to right. the to the eaten up. He said, this tree ain't going nowhere, but no, believe me. And it was, right. look. I'm glad you're taking care of it. Oh, That's yeah, great. look. And we, and we took out, I mean, my wife grew up in this house and her dad had poured a concrete uh, thing around, you know, the uh, around the whole platform type mm -hmm. of deal. And uh, when we bought the house back, the tree had broken up all the concrete. Oh, wow. Well, which was, I mean, it's good. So the tree's obviously grown. Mm -hmm. But we pulled all that out and we put pavers, right? Mm -hmm. Well, guess what? The tree is still growing because there are, I got like whole row, like five, six foot long row of, of pavers getting pushed up all around this tree. Mm -hmm. So I know it, it's still growing. Yeah, it ain't great. going nowhere. I got all the, I got all the big limbs up there cabled together. So it ain't going to fall on my house or nothing. But, but it's a, but it's, let's not kid ourselves. You know, I mean. If we did not have 10,000 gecko lizards living in my yard, we would be overrun with cucarachas, I can tell you that. Because they some well, roach-eating little bastards. Then. And we got the brown ones and the big greenies. You yeah, know? they're predators, right? Oh, so hell it's... yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like, I don't, leave, leave the lizards go. Let them eat, you know? I, I really and truly don't have much of a bug problem in my house. I spray my own house. And, uh, I mean, okay. And if, you know, if if you see a big cockroach come out and he's all kicking, oh, it's time to spray again. But he's dying. 
So it's obviously it's working. I mean, it's it's fine that you're spraying, but honestly, there's some things that you could do that doesn't, you know, for pest control that you don't need to spray anything. Like right? get 10,000 so, lizards. <laughs> keep your lizards. That's great. Um, but a big part of pest control, we call it integrated pest management. So it's really more than just using insecticides. So this is the approach that we take at the city of New Orleans in everything that we do. If it's rodent control, and uh, even termite control, we try to use uh, friendly products, right? Baits uh, for management, uh, but especially well, for wait, 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 control. Mine, I got friendly products. There's a big <laughs> smiley face right on the label. <laughs> it is, right? But Bugs I'm so love glad to you're eat talking this crap. about this. I am so glad you're talking about this, Bud. I just talked about this last week, right? It's so important that all of us as consumers, that we read the label that is on that product. You know, at the store, take a few minutes and turn that bottle around or that container and spray peel bottle that label and back. Read it. Yeah, you gotta <laughs> no, peel it. You need to no, read no, it. no, no. They got the kind now where it's oh, like the all kind the kind comes off. That's yeah. right. So yeah, you gotta open that up and because all the real serious crap is is it when does, you, and everybody it, needs to do that. And you know what that label says? A lot of times, well, it's a it's mandated. It tells you what you need to wear when you're applying. It tells mm -hmm. you how much you need and how to dilute that product if it needs diluting. So everybody really needs to do it because you know so a lot of times. People think, okay, well, if I use a little, well, it's great, but if I use more, it's even better. And that's not the right approach. So I am so excited we're talking about the label. I give so many safety talks, you have no idea. Oh, and Lord. this is really a big deal. And so, especially if you see somebody spraying happen. stuff and they got a cigarette hanging out their oh. mouth. Yeah, some I know you have to be careful no, about exposure, right? Yeah, and, some and... of these fumes are, are explosive, man. You got to be yeah, careful. Yeah, it's really important. Always read that label. It's super important. But sort of going back to pest control, integrated pest management, you know, look at your house and look at where possibly you have openings. And so really take, you know, a little bit of time and try to start closing up some of those openings. So it could be around a windowsill. It can be a, some big things around the roof, right? So sometimes a little gap will come in. Mm. That's where you can have a rat come in yeah. or even a bat or, um, you a know, your geckos come in. Well, I need the geckos because uh, they keep the book. <laughs> but actually, we, ha we, actually uh, we actually just uh, uh, got some wire mesh and, and shut a hole oh, because I had, awesome. I had squirrels coming up into my room. That's right. Know? So and I have an old house, so I don't need them chewing on my electrical. You know? No, you know, squirrels can cause a lot of damage, but it's sort of, it's that same concept of pest proofing. And what we recommend, especially for the mammals and the larger animals, is a quarter of an inch. It's called a hardware cloth. And you can go to your big box store, wherever it is, and go look in that section. And they have the holes are of different sizes. And so, um, and that can go for raccoons and possums and the mm -hmm. works, right? Any kind of those mammals is get a quarter inch or smaller hardware cloth and tack it up where you have your openings. Now that's not gonna stop your cockroaches and your ants from coming in, but it definitely will help those mammals uh, from, from coming in. Yeah, so I know, I know a, a real, a mouse, a mouse only needs a, a hole the size of a dime to squeeze Super through small. and a rat, but not a big Norway rat, but your standard rat, a quarter. Mm -hmm. And they a can- quarter. They can yep. easily wait. All right, all right. I'm over time. We're gonna step away for a second. When we come back, we need to talk about bugs and 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 we need what? Why are you in charge of crawfish? Okay, I gotta know <laughs> about that. To, yeah, but I gotta step away. I got to step away. Claudia Regal <laughs> is my guest here on the Spudcast podcast, talking to my ass, the Rat Lady from New Orleans. Back with more right <laughs> after this.
Spud here. You know, the last couple of years, I got to be buddies with attorney Mike Brandner. The guy Gambit readers have voted the state's best lawyer two years running. Yeah, he, he's been on that super lawyers list longer than I can remember. But you don't make it number one on those lists because you have witty commercials. You make it because you treat your clients like they're number one. And that's what Mike Brander does. His clients are like his friends. He helps them through the tough times until he can get them a big check from the big insurance companies. So if you're in a wreck, get the big guy in your corner. Get Mike Brander, 345-1111. Do you know what it means to miss New Orleans? The next time you have to travel, take along a couple of pounds of Parish coffee and you won't be missing New Orleans for long. Brewed right here in the land of coffee lovers, Parish coffee has the taste you're looking for. From dark roast to coffee and chicory to flavored coffees like Bananas Foster or Bourbon Pecan, French Vanilla or King Cake or you name it, Parish Coffee has a flavor just right for you. Look for the bright purple bag in the coffee aisle of your favorite market or order it online. Have it sent right to your door. What a perfect gift for any coffee aficionado. Sip the soul of New Orleans in every cup of Parish Coffee. And we're back on the Spudcast podcast talking out my ass. With uh, my wife came up with that, Claudia. <laughs> Claudia Regal, the, new, the official rat lady of New Orleans, which makes it sound like you're walking around with some kind of, you know, costume on or something like you're Ruthie no, the Duck Lady. You except have to come to Bugfest to come see us in costume. Oh, please. Of course, we had to put well, the kibosh on that right now because of COVID. Yeah, I know. But look, but I, I, went to, back. I went to the I went to the insect tarant. As a matter of fact, when they first opened, me and my wife did voices for some of the cartoon stuff they had going on. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you walk in there. And they're all trying to get you to eat a scorpion and a lollipop or some chocolate-covered ants. I'm going, you know what? Yes, I'm going to go eat a lucky dog. How about that? <laughs> you know? I mean, I know there's some there's some stuff ground up in there, but I, I'm going to have to pass on it. It's a lot of fun. You know, that insectarium has actually moved to, I believe, where the aquarium is. So, uh, you know, everybody well, should they go couldn't visit. Afford both it's those really a, a great experience. Oh, no, it's a hoot. I love, I just go straight to the butterfly garden now. Yeah, it's wonderful. But I, and, and then, uh, you know, because they're like everything else. They want to make you exit through the gift shop. And that's where they got <laughs> chocolate-covered ants. That's and, right. You know, and the first time we, museum. we went there and the first the first thing the director said when we got to the end, have you tried the ants? No, I ain't going <laughs> to. What did you think of the place? I said, I got to tell you the truth, except for the butterflies, there ain't a damn thing in here that I wouldn't step on and, and multiple <laughs> yeah. times. Yeah, they're but, beautiful. But yeah, well, well, you're intrigued by them. I'm like, God, give me a break. You know, it's like and I, when I was in college and lived in a in a hovel. Then, you know, you're sitting there sleeping and all of a sudden a, a big cockroach just flies and lands on your head. And it's like, you can't squash them because they're so full of that yellow well, gum. Let me, let me tell you a little secret about the uh, butterfly garden. So, you know, we work pretty closely with Audubon Institute. And, I mean, this has been several years. But if you remember where that building is, it's elevated. So there's these platforms. Mm-hmm. And do you know that American cockroaches, cockroaches had gotten in underneath? And uh, we worked with Audubon, and we ended up, you know, working with them to take care of the problem. But it it really became a big issue. What did you do? Spray them with chocolate and sell them on the street corner? No, you do not spray for cockroaches, but no, I just sprayed them with with chocolate, (laughs) covered them up with chocolate, and then put them in a little paper cone and told everybody that it was candied pecans or something. No, no, no. So look, if you have a cockroach issue, you want to go and bait those cockroaches, right? So you're not having to spray every every place and it's an attractive bait they come and eat it spread it's it around little, it's a little black died. disc it's what's so yeah, attractive black disc, right well they Nothing. i mean cockroaches get turned on by a black disc <laughs> <laughs> and then if you what do their tour magazines you, look like 
you're working with pest control company, for example, if you have somebody, well, then they have, it's like a little squirt, um, it's like a syringe. So yeah, the products come in there mm -hmm. and they put it through different locations in your house. And it, it really does. Yeah, take I know. Problem. I went, the Orca man, we had an Orca man uh, before we moved to this house. And I started mm -hmm. praying. We had an Orca man who was like, uh, he made candy. And every time he'd come here, he and my wife, you know, my, oh man, the Orca man's coming. And so she'd start crueling, you know, cooking up something. And yeah, yeah. He'd, he'd go, oh, wait, put this in. Oh, wait, don't put that in yet. All right, okay, now it's at 280 degrees. Okay, now put that in, you know? And so, yeah, that we, uh, we had to brush our teeth a lot back then. Otherwise, we'd be cavity sitting. But, but he had that. And he just put a little squirt, you know, look like a little, is. yeah, little tiny they bit. Oh, great. they love this stuff. Yeah, they really do. So that's that's the way to go now. With what that. are the worst bugs around here? I mean, like, for instance, you know, we uh, we have turned our carport into what we call the bar port, where we got mm -hmm. a bar in there. And it's I mean, my kids are older now and it's sure. like you can't really go anywhere. So we kind of fix the place up and put a TV and such. And, and they mm -hmm. they can sit out there with their buddies and have a cold one. Uh, or my daughter plays Dungeons and Dragons. So she sure. and her friends come over. Uh, but now it's like, you know, all of a sudden. It went from nothing to be bombarded with mosquitoes, and I'm I'm gonna put screens up there, but yeah. them tiki torches they, and citronella yeah, candles. Yeah, they don't really work very really well. Work. You know, we just we actually have a webinar on this particular topic that we gave last week, so we're gonna be posting those on our website um, very shortly, so that people can look at um, take a look at it and learn about you know repellents as well as some of the urban myths. But you're right. I mean, the tiki torches and the citronella candle they look great. But they don't do it. Yeah, the mosquito really coils that you put in a you used to put yeah. that in your window when you go to the drive in movie. They, they yeah, don't. so you know, I think, you know, if you ask me what's you know, the bugs that stress me out, right? So of course mosquito look, let's just say this. Most bugs are gonna be beneficial. And we have to really respect those bugs, those insects, and, and really pay attention to those because we want them. The pollinators, you know, the butterflies and the bees and mm -hmm. just so many other cool insects that are out there. But, you know, the the cockroaches stress me out, I would say, because they're able to, you know, transmit disease, bacteria and other things. Mosquitoes, of course, uh, primarily because of West Nile virus. Everyone needs to be mm -hmm. aware. In Orleans Parish, we don't have a lot of prevalence of human cases uh, of, with West Nile, but we still have to always be on it because every year is very different. Yeah, it's a big and, North Shore issue. Yeah, the North Shore has a lot of issues honestly but it's because of their drainage system and very or lack thereof lack thereof yeah. correct with the yeah. septic tank well i grew the... up out in the country too and we had drainage yeah. i mean my sister lives in a house i grew up in right. and there's still drainage ditches and septic yeah. tanks out there you know? our issues are different we don't have those drainage ditches but we have containers and so it's so important that everybody mm -hmm. just takes a few minutes a week i mean that is all that it takes maybe 10 minutes to walk around your yard and flip over the container, get rid of the stuff that you don't need anymore that would hold water. If everyone would do that, it does make a difference. How so long does it take <laughs> mm -hmm. for a mosquito, once once a mosquito lands on the water and squirts out a bunch of eggs in there, how long does it take before those things are gonna come out the water and bite me on the butt? So it's very temperature dependent. It's also dependent on the mosquito. But what we like to use sort of as a fact, as a sort of gauge is about seven to ten days okay so that's why we we try to tag the you know walk around your yard mm -hmm. to something like you know your second trash collection for example or 
um, on a Saturday morning, whatever it is. Once a week is enough, you know, when it's warm. It does take a few days to do yeah. that. I mean, it's not going to happen overnight. Right. So if everybody would just, you know, after a rain, just take, you can even wait a couple of days, flip your containers over, make sure you're, you know, not leaving any waste tires, you know, in your backyard or, yeah. you know, tarps and kid toys. It does make a difference yeah, it because we don't have those either. ditches. No, mm -hmm. it, doesn't, it doesn't take two inches of water. I think maybe a, a quarter. You can look at a bottle cap, for example, you know, it was enough for how many, some of the species. How many could live in a bottle cap? <laughs> Oh, I don't know how, how many, many angels dance on the head of a pin there. <laughs> I don't have that number right off the top uh, of my head. But, you know, you can Claudia. actually have quite a few larvae in there, you know? All right. I wouldn't put past a, a at least a, you know, 50 well, let me ask you this. maybe. Let me ask you this one before I move on. Sure. I, got, I know about the crawfish. All right. But, okay, this bar port. If I were, I'm going to screen in, I can, it's, it's, it's basically open three sides, two sides. Mm -hmm. There's walls halfway up, and then there's lattice work. So I'm going to put screens, uh, material, just regular screen material over the lattice work. Mm -hmm. The other end is wide open to my backyard. Okay, there's there's my big oak tree with my mm -hmm. big. Uh, I got a big uh, elkhorn fern or whatever you call it. I love uh, that. Oh, it's, it's gorgeous. Um, yeah, when it gets cold, we cover it up and then put like yeah, a hundred watt so lamp beautiful. bulb underneath to keep it warm. Mm -hmm. But if I if I were to put like two or three fans. That would fan toward and that blow the air out. Would that keep the bugs out of there? What? So we actually recommend, it. Well, I don't know if they blow them out, but it's moving that air. Okay. And so if we recommend people sit underneath fans all the time, because it's not a realistic expectation. Let's say if we're mm -hmm. outside for you to be wearing your long sleeve shirt and your long sleeve pants and it's in you know 98% humidity yes. and 95 degrees, <laughs> right? So, I mean, it would be great. You can wear light, you know, loose fitting clothes, cotton, whatever. Yeah. But the best thing to do is to sit in front of a fan because they that can't, airflow they can't is not going to yeah. land on you on that. Absolutely. Well, I mean, so so they, they can't, I mean, if, I, if you've got a five mile an hour breeze, then you ain't gonna be bothered with bugs. You're they not can't, gonna be bothered. So like, they can't keep that up. If you're okay. able to install a ceiling fan, you know, sometimes the overhang porch. We are gonna cool. actually do that, but it's yeah, it's, it's I think too, that's really helpful. I think it's too much for that for that for the size of the sure of the area. But a box but, fan yeah. is another thing, or you know, just get that airflow moving, and that's going to be very helpful. Of course, you know, we are big advocates of wearing mosquito repellent, the actual kind that you put on your skin, the Centers mm -hmm. for Disease Control has a really nice website on that so that you can see what's approved that yeah, they we have that. give their thumbs up and then sit under a fan or at least have that air moving. And you know, that's a, those are two great things to okay. do. I'm almost uh, out of time. Why, okay. <laughs> why is, why is Claudia the rat girl dealing with crawfish? What, oh, what's so the deal? Yeah. You know, Spud, I'm glad you brought this up because we provide a lot of educational information, not only for the citizens of New Orleans, but for the pest control industry. And, uh, you know, we're involved in all kinds of things. So even today, you know, we invite speakers from all over the state of Louisiana, in fact, all over the country, experts in their field to give webinars. And so a lot of times, um, like today's seminar, which is all 39 species of crawfish, who knew, right? And I'm really? sure they're all There's delicious. The spillway crawfish <laughs> and the pinkish ones and the rally There were so many. It was incredible. Look, I'm always trying to learn something, right? And so that this is the best way to invite people. But if anybody 
in the audience, the, these webinars are free. Um, they just need to email us at education at nola.gov. We're more than happy to put them on my email list. We'll blast it out. And then for sure, people can follow us on Twitter and uh, mm -hmm. Facebook and um, Instagram as well. So we're Mosquito NOLA. And we're always posting some fun uh, bug facts and as well as pushing out this information. But, you know, I think with anything, um, we all need to share information. We need to talk to each other. And, you yeah. know, and, and that's the way to do it. Well, you so. need to know about that. I mean, it's like you're the rat lady, uh, but I'm sure you have to deal with coyotes. And, I, and that's a whole oh, other different well. argument. But <laughs> no, but the fact of the matter is you need to know about that. Like in our neighborhood, you know, we've got some sure. feral cats. Some people, you know, their dogs get out, but yep. you know, when, uh, you know, when there's a coyote report in my neighborhood, boom, everybody's locked up, you know, cause nobody wants to yeah, lose you know, cats. Right. Yeah. There isn't really a program per se, you know, even at the state level or even at the city level, but we do track um, the coyotes. And so we have, um, we inspect the locations and um, you know, we're at least getting a footprint of where they yeah. are throughout the city and and they're everywhere so it's really important yeah, I know. And so people back to the food right back to the food spud don't yeah. leave your your pet food out and bird food things like that it's very yeah. important not they'll to eat that. everything and they can jump a six foot fence yeah you can actually climb an eight foot fence yeah. claudia regal yep. you little <laughs> rat babe it's so much fun to talk to you but i'm just flat out of time oh, so one more time so give everybody the, the website for the webinars and everything else so they can find sure. out more i think the best thing to do is email us at education at nola.gov and then they can also visit us at www.nola.gov forward slash mosquito. There it is. Thank All you right. so much. This this might this is my applause to you. <laughs> Thanks, Just bud. Catch a couple of <laughs> wait, wait, there's one on my neck too. Oh, yeah, nice. Awesome. <laughs> Thanks, Claudia. I'll see you All later. Right, thanks. Have a great day. You too. All right, more on the Splitcast right after this. Does the sound of thunder strike fear in your home? There's only one sure way to fix a flooding problem. Home team elevation. End the worry. Stop insurance rate hikes. Get your flooding problem fixed now with the home team advantage. Experienced, hands-on, local owners. You want design choices? On the home team, you're the MVP. So don't wait. Elevate with home team elevation because the flood stops here. Get your free quote at 3011222. 3011222 or go to hometeamelevation.com. Spud here. On Friday, two friends told me they had COVID. Monday evening, I started feeling punky. Tuesday morning at 6.30, I was at Rapid Urgent Care getting tested, and by 7 o'clock, I was quarantined. Don't fool around. If you have any symptoms, let the professionals at Rapid Urgent Care diagnose your condition. They've got you covered with eight clinics from Baton Rouge to Bogalusa, from Metairie to Mandeville. You can even visit a doctor online. Mask up and get yourself and your loved ones tested at Rapid Urgent Care. Go to rapidurgentcare.com to find the clinic nearest you. Ready to wave bye-bye to this rotten year? Then get the greatest holiday gift of 2020, the iWave air purifier from Serentine Comfort Systems. This proven ion technology kills molds, allergens, bacteria, even viruses, including COVID-19. Serentine can install the iWave right in your existing AC unit. No UV bulbs, no filters, no maintenance, and all for about 25 bucks a month. Call your iWave dealer, Serentine Comfort Systems, at 504-833-8831, 504-833-8831. 8831. Okay, so uh, Claudia Regal, she's always fun to talk to. Uh, I'm going to have her back on again because there's other critters out there that can get all up amongst you. But in the meantime, 
Thanks for joining me here. Uh, we got more cool stuff coming up tomorrow. You can find this podcast on Red Circle and Spotify and, uh, oh, God, how many different platforms am I on? A whole bunch of them. I'm also on Facebook, though, Spuds Friends and Fans, John McConnell, and The Big Teasy. And I'm on uh, Twitter at SpudGotThat. If you would like to be a sponsor of the SpudCast, or if you want the SpudCast emailed directly to you, you can contact me at thespudcastpodcast at gmail.com. Thespudcastpodcast at gmail.com. See you tomorrow with more fun and laughter. But till then, I'm a gone pecone.